Hi, I'm Reverend Wendy Craig Purcell here at the Unity Center in San Diego. Thank you so much for watching today. If you'd like to support the work that we do here, please consider making a contribution. Go to our website. It's easy to do. Thank you in advance for that contribution. I don't remember for certain who was the very first person I ever heard pose this question, but it has stayed with me since the first time I heard the question. And the question is, who paid the price for you? Who paid the price for you? I want to explore that idea this morning in my message, A Legacy of Love. And we're honoring the fact that tomorrow is Memorial Day, right? And for many people, Memorial Day, perhaps especially this year, having been through well over a year now a very different life during the pandemic, we are so eager to step back into some sense of our normal lives, right? And, and for many people, Memorial Day is really Memorial Day weekend. It's a three-day weekend to get away. It's a time to sit by the pool or go out to the beach or perhaps this year wishing we had started our post-COVID diet a little bit sooner as we think about putting on a bathing suit. But in reality, Memorial Day is Memorial Day. It's not the weekend. It's not the barbecues. It's not all those fun things that we have every right to want to look forward to. There's nothing wrong with that. But I do think that there is a tendency in forgetting the significance of what this, this day is really about. And I want to remind us of what the day is about. I want to remind us that this is a day, Memorial Day tomorrow, that we remember those who died in service to our country. And what you may or may not remember is that Memorial Day originated in the years following the Civil War. We remember that the Civil War ended in the springtime of 1865, and the number of casualties on both sides was astronomical. In fact, so much so that because of the tremendous loss of life as a result of the Civil War, to bury our dead, the very first national cemeteries were created. Perhaps you've been to some of them. They're beautiful, and they're a way for us to remember that significant price that was paid for the things that we have inherited, for the things that we get to experience today, the road that was made a little bit easier and a little bit safer for us. But where did this idea of Memorial Day originate? It's not known for certain exactly where or exactly when. It didn't become a national holiday until 1971. I thought it had been a national holiday for a much longer period of time than that. But it had not become a national holiday until 1971. And in part, celebrations, if you will, or days of remembrance started to happen relatively soon after the ending of the Civil War. It seemed to pop up in many different communities around, around the, the South and the North as people would gather and just remember the lives that were lost. And it was originally not called Memorial Day. It was called Decoration Day. 
And I believe, I wasn't able to research this part, but I believe that it also had to do with the, the decorating of the graves of those who, soldiers who had given their lives in, in the war. And it's believed that one of the very first ways of honoring the lost, the lost of the Civil War was actually done in Charleston, South Carolina. It was a Memorial Day commemoration that was organized by a group of freed slaves to, to just remember and to, to celebrate the fact that at the loss of so much life, they were beginning a new life. And yet, the government decided many years, many years after that, I think it was in 1966, that Waterloo, New York would be claimed as the birthplace of Memorial Day or Decoration Day, as it was first, first called. And did you know that there is around our country the invitation at 3 o'clock, wherever you are, to stop and just to remember? to stop and to remember, to reflect. And that's what I hope that we'll spend some time doing today and tomorrow, stopping and remembering and reflecting. One of our members, Dan Picopoulos, I think I said it wrong, Daniel, Daniel Picopoulos, writes beautiful poetry. And he is an older gentleman, a former, I guess you never say former, a Marine, and served in Vietnam, the unit that he served in, 90% of his unit experienced casualties. And just a few days ago, he sent me this piece that I want to share with you. And I asked if I could share it this morning, and he said, of course. And this is what Daniel writes, Memorial Day 2021. Thinking about how it should be this year, on the cusp of pandemic and near normal, Reminded that it's about the fallen, not all the past of the past, just the warriors, deserving of decorations holding fast to the original Decoration Day. Remembering it's not about the current troops, hoping not to hear Happy Memorial Day, no matter how well intended. This is not Christmas, not a day for glee, not founded in joy, Surely, not only for backyard barbecues, though it's understandable to want them here on the way back to normal. It's Memorial Day 2021, and it's important to notice it exists, to recall why. Not allowing politics or philosophy to keep us from rendering heartfelt thoughts, reflecting, respecting, appreciating, honoring, remembering the service and sacrifices of the fallen. Those who survived their own war, at home or in some distant land, in uniform or in mufti, have one great battle remaining, one great responsibility, honoring with loyalty and respect those who lost their own final battle. It is the duty of the living to remember the dead, to feel blessed by their gift, to never forget even as a nation seeks to heal. The fallen deserve nothing less. 
Yesterday, I reached out to Daniel because I was struck by a number of lines in what he had written, but I was particularly struck by his hope that he wouldn't hear happy Memorial Day because I too, as I said earlier, have struggled with what is the right way or a better way to acknowledge that day. And I'm paraphrasing his response to me because I asked him, so Daniel, how would you, how would you respond instead of saying happy Memorial Day? And he said, at my age, at this time in my life, I choose not to be confrontational. And so if someone wishes me a happy Memorial Day, I take it as their well-intended wishes, but I respond with something like, I wish you a conscious and peaceful day to you and to yours. And I think it's all about this idea of remembering and reflecting. It's all about the question I began with, who paid the price for you? And you know, a question like that can land on us in many different ways, depending, I suppose, on who's saying it to us and the circumstances we are in when we hear that question or the, the tone of voice or the edge. It could leave us feeling ashamed or guilty as if we've done something wrong. But I hope that in the way I'm posing the question to you this morning, that it lands on you the way it landed on me the first time I heard it. Who paid the price for you? It landed on me in a way that really did cause me to stop, and it still does whenever I think of the question. Who are those who have come before me, who have had their struggles, and who in their struggles and in their sincere attempt to live their lives in the best way that they knew how, somehow paved the road that my journey might have a few less stumbling blocks, that my journey might have a few more open doors or a few more possibilities. When asked the right way, that question has the power to really open us up. You know, in this year plus of being sheltered in place and having to live a very different kind of our lives, some of us have felt very shut down, not just shut down in our homes, but shut down from meaningful conversations one-on-one -on -one in person, from the richness of dialogue and community. And so we long for the opportunity to be opened up again, to have our minds open, to have our hearts open, and to have our ears open, I think. And to the extent that we practice this kind of open-heartedness to one another, to that extent, we have the, the possibility of co-creating a better set of circumstances for all of us. On the 50th anniversary of the march across the Edmund, Edmund Pettus Bridge, Barack Obama had these words to say, we honor those who walked so we can run. We must run so our children soar. I find great inspiration in those words, and I can call to mind that walk across that bridge. It was a very emotional and moving walk to watch. I can only imagine what it felt like to have been there on that 50th anniversary, reflecting back 50 years earlier. We honor those who walked so that we can run. It's the progression, right? If we, are, if we are running, 
metaphorically, if we are running in our lives, it is because of those who came before us who walked so we could run. And it is ours then, as Barack Obama said, not just to run, but to work in such a way that our children, those who come after us, can soar. And so to me, Memorial Day is a wide open opportunity and an invitation to stop, to remember, and in remembering to reflect, and in reflecting to feel grateful, and in the experience of gratitude to not just stop there, but to live in earnestness with regard to how does my gratitude, what does my gratitude cause me to do to make this world a little bit better for those who will come after me. It's acknowledging and, and remembering that we all stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. Whether we are talking about the country that we have inherited for all its rightness and all its wrongness, whether it is talking about the country that we have inherited or talking about the communities that we get to be a part of. I think about us in the Unity community <clears throat> here in the Unity Center in San Diego. Those of you who are here today are here because there were those who came before you many years ago and rolled up their sleeves and served and volunteered and gave ideas and gave support. And we benefit as this community today as a result of those who came before us. I think of a trip my family took a number of years ago to parts of Europe. And whenever we would travel abroad, we would always go to historical sites. And I remember <clears throat> on one of our trips to France, making a point of spending considerable time at the beaches of Normandy. And in part, not just because of our love of history and our desire to reflect and to pay respect, but because one of our former members who passed on just a couple of years ago, Paul Burkus, was a medic and was one of the very last, wa last um, wave to storm the beaches of Normandy to free the countries, to free us from the beginning, the, to free us in the beginning of the, the end of the Second World War. And I remember standing there with a picture of our member Paul Burkus in uniform taken before he went over to, to France and his retirement photo and standing and holding both of those photos of the young Paul and the older, more distinguished Paul and looking over at the beaches of Normandy and reflecting with this true sense of humility and this deep desire to make my life count for something. Much the way Danielle sang that Beyonce song so beautifully, I was here. And whether we relate to that kind of music or not, I think we can relate to what Beyonce is trying to say in that song, what Danielle was, was conveying to us. I was here, my life mattered. I want to do something to justify the ground that I stand on, to say that somehow, some way, my life has mattered. When we remember and reflect about Memorial Day, we are doing that very thing, right? We, the greatest way we can pay honor is to remember 
to reflect, and then out of a sense of gratitude to be emboldened and empowered to do good, to do good. And so it's about active gratitude. It's about active appreciation. It's about remembering that we are here by the grace of God, that there are those who came before us to help make our way a little bit easier. I'm not denying the fact that many today still have tremendous struggles laid bare for all of us to see now, the whole world to see, are the very real racial inequities we have in this country. And so None of this is so high-in-the-sky idealistic to say, we're done, we're finished, we're not. And yet, to appreciate the fact that it is still better than it was, but we have much more work to do. And in remembering that we have more work to do and that we are willing to do what each of us can do, that is the way that we honor those who gave the greatest sacrifice. And to me, that is the way that we make our spiritual practice real. Our meditation isn't to just have us feel good and bring down our stress level when we're sitting on our mat. Our meditation and our visualization is not just to get that nice partner or that nice car or that nice house. Those are all, I won't even go there. It's to help us be grown into better people people who are about transforming lives, as our mission says, and healing our world. And so no matter how you choose to celebrate this weekend or tomorrow in the midst of whatever you may be doing, I pray and I hope that you will also take time to remember, that you will take time to ask privately for yourself, who paid the price for me? And then to let that inspire you to never, ever, ever give up doing the good that you can to make this world a more loving, just, and peaceful place for everyone else. Namaste. And may you have a conscious and reflective and thoughtful Memorial Day. Mm -hmm.